hear that in the background. I think I can hear it. Bear with me two seconds. Let me just explain. I'll be back. Oh, right, okay. No, I'm back. Right, basically, what just happened then is I'm in my front room and I've got my desk in my office space in here, as well as my sofa and my TV, blah, blah, blah. And then my washing machine is on and I'm not that fucking rich, okay? I don't have a massive house. I live in a one-bedroom bungalow. It's really cute and cosy and it's great for just me, but it's not big. So I don't have a door on my kitchen and my kitchen leads straight into my front room. And I put the wash on because I was thinking... <laughs> housewife come on let's do some chores let's get your get your wash on get your fucking life together babe and then and then I realized wait a fucking second you can hear that in the background and I'm about to record a podcast so I've just went and paused it um I hope that changed your life Anyway, welcome to the Never Would I Ever podcast with me, Taylor Ryan, which is sponsored by SX Creators, which is sponsored by me, Taylor Ryan, who is sponsored by men on the internet, paying for my nudes. Yes, you heard that right. I am a sex creator, the one and the only, well, not the only one, there's a lot of us, but I'm the one and only one of me. But then that makes sense, really, because you can't have another one of me, because then I guess I'd have a twin. But then even my twin wouldn't be me, so... Yeah, I guess that does still stand. The one and only Taylor Ryan. If you're new here, then you'll know that this is a very judgment-free zone. Um, We love to swear, we love to talk about sex, and it's an explicit podcast, and I go into details. Nothing is held back. If there's something that you want answered, or there's something that you need to know, then this is what this is for. You're, You're in the right place. This is a podcast which is sponsored by a company called SX Creators, which is my company. And it's a company that teaches creators how to be creators and how to maximise their income on OnlyFans. But it's not just about the money, it's about teaching people the meaning of what it is to be a creator. And of course, that comes with things like how to do your taxes and how to conduct yourself and how to deal with the hate, how to tell your family, Um, things like how do I do my captions or what competitions can I do on my page it's it's a it's got everything um but there's also lectures on there it's all video based but there is also writing as well so if you learn better with reading then the option's there but if you learn better with actually listening to someone and seeing them on a video then there is also that as well So I'm quite excited for this week's episode because I'm going to be talking about long distance relationships, but more importantly, how to spice up sexually a long distance relationship and also how to keep a long distance relationship healthy and happy. And you're probably thinking, why the fuck are you going to be telling us this? What gives you the God-given right to be able to give this sort of advice? Well, I'm going to answer that one for you now, for anyone that doubts me. I've only been in long-distance relationships. Have they failed? I wouldn't say they failed. I'd say I was unhappy and learned who I was and didn't want to be with them anymore. But they weren't failed relationships. And I think the important thing here is to notice that there are certain points in a relationship where you have to look at it and say, you know what, I'm wasting my time and I need to leave it. And I was one of those people, so I did so. But were they good relationships overall? No, but that's still not the point, okay? I'm going to tell you anyway. If you want to listen to my advice, listen to it. And if you don't, then fuck off. Bobby, baby, you're going to need to stop eating that bone so loud, okay? Because I'm trying to record a podcast. I'm trying to help people with their sex lives. So if you could just take it into the bedroom, that'd be 
great. It's my dog's birthday today and I got her a massive bone and she's been chewing it for the last hour. Um, she's getting to the end of the bone now and well I don't know whether you can hear it in the background but it's a lot of ASMR going on over there and she's thoroughly enjoying it but it's also really soggy and wet now so um yeah that's uh that's not ideal but anyway let's get into the podcast and for anyone that follows me on social media you're probably thinking you haven't got a boyfriend or a long distance relationship well actually I do I just don't post him on my social media there are a few reasons why and I will enlighten you on what those are so everyone's heard of a private life is a happy life yeah well completely fucking agree with it do I think a secret life is a happy life no I absolutely do not think that but I do like to have the privacy within my relationship and because my job is so public and it's so intimate quite often and I've constantly got to be on social media and updating people on my life I just love the thought of my relationship not having to be within the realms of any of that so I do not post in for one of those reasons I also think it's fucking weird when like girls start following your boyfriend on Instagram when they don't know who he is like It's the type of girls where you know for a fact that they're either just being fully nosy or they're trying to wind you up. The whole trying to wind you up thing, that doesn't actually bother me at all. Like, if anything, I'm like, that's such a compliment. Like, thank you for thinking that you would bother me, but who who are you? Um, But then you've also got the girls that are, like, just nosy or kind of want to get their attention. It's like, do you know this person? No. Then stop being so fucking weird. Like, it's almost like a power play. It's like, bitch, you're in his follow request and I'm licking his bum hole. (laughs) I wish you won't actually let me do that. Anyway, I'm actually really sad uh, today while I'm recording this because he's actually supposed to be home tonight at like 12 p.m., like uh, 12 a.m. I haven't seen him for a month and he's been away in a different country on training and I'm just like, I was like gagging to see him. I planned to have really hot car sex when I picked him up. He was going to fuck me in the back seat. It was going to just be so nice to be able to see this man's face again. And then he texts me earlier and he says, I don't know how to put this nicely, but my flight has been cancelled and it has been delayed until tomorrow. So I was like, oh, okay, tomorrow, that's fine. You're coming back in the morning. This is kind of good. I kind of like, you know, I have more time now to like clean the house up. It's a shame, but not a problem. And then he texts me again and he fucking says, the whole lot has been cancelled. I'm not coming back for another week. And I'm like, right, another 24 hours I can deal with. Another week fuck me my pussy was so ready for him to be home and my heart was so excited to see him again and then he texts me that so I am very sad I'm not gonna see him for another week and I don't really know what to do with myself so I'm just gonna keep on moving forward I'm gonna make plans this weekend with my girls I'm gonna go out and I'm just gonna have a good time but I am very upset but part of this conversation that I'm having now actually is relevant to what I'm going to be talking about on the podcast when it comes to having a healthy relationship, not just in terms of the sex life, not just in terms of the intimacy, but the actual healthiness of the relationship. And I'm going to be giving you some of the tips and the advice that I've learned over the time that I've been with this person, with the last people, and um, and I hope it hopes, I hope it hopes, I hope it helps someone that's listening. 
because I feel like if you are listening to this podcast, you're either really nosy and want to know what I do in the bedroom, or you really want to have some help when it comes to having a long distance relationship, whether you're in one, whether you're thinking about being in one, or whether you're just trying to aim for the future. And if someone comes up into your life and they live far away, then you kind of have the tools and the information ready for that relationship if you decide to go ahead with it. So let's actually get into it. You guys asked me some questions on Instagram on a story that I did and I'm going to answer them now. So we've got the first question and that question is, how am I supposed to keep it interesting but not in an intimate way? Now I thought this question was really interesting in itself and it made me think, what do you mean not in an intimate way? And then I started thinking, okay, they mean in terms of communication and a general relationship. And when you're in a relationship where you live together or you live close or you can see each other every other day, you don't actually think about these things. And then when you get into a long distance relationship, that's where you start thinking, okay, now how do I function in a long distance relationship when I can't ever fucking see them? So I have I have some good advice for this one and I really hope this helps so please implement this and let me know what you think. Right, I'm going to go in with some controversial advice and I know that some people aren't going to agree with this because they're going to think well isn't that how you stay secure in your relationship and blah 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 if you're not that secure in your relationship and you have to do this thing that I'm about to tell you not to do then you're probably with the wrong fucking person or you really need to communicate more about how you're feeling anyway so one of the first things that I would say about this question is stop talking all day, every day. You do not need to know what he's had for breakfast. I don't fucking care that you've had porridge, okay? I don't care that you're taking a shit and you've wiped your ass and it was a clean wipe. I don't care about any of that. And you shouldn't either. You should stop talking to them about your day, about every intimate detail, about what you're doing and what you're up to, because it will get mundane and it will get boring. And then you'll get to the end of the day where both of you are actually free and you finish work and you're able to talk and you'll have nothing to talk about. You can't say, how was your day? How was the rest of your day? Because you already fucking know. You already know that she had to deal with a Karen and she fucking hated her and she wanted to take something back but it was from two years ago and she didn't have her receipt and it was on cash. Like, you already know this information so what is she going to moan to you about? And then you ask him about the rest of his day and he says, oh yeah, I did helicopters with my dick but you already know that because he already told you and filmed it and then he sent it around to his friends in the group chat but you already know because you were informed about that at the time so you can't really laugh about it that much. It's not really that funny or interesting anymore when you're on FaceTime and then you'll start to realize that you're going to lose that spark because everything that you talk about you already know so my first bit of advice there is stop talking to each other all day every day I think there's such an interesting point to make about long distance relationships compared to normal you know close close to home type of relationships and this is something which comes into the question of how do I keep it interesting without it being intimate What we take for granted when we're in a relationship where they live close is that when you hang out together, you don't have to talk. You could literally just be sat there watching Netflix and you're just holding each other's hands or you're just in each other's company and nothing needs to be said. And you can replace that conversation and communication that you don't actually need to have with touch and intimacy, but not sexual intimacy, just into me see and I think this is such a massive thing that we forget being in a long distance relationship is that 
when it comes to the communication side of it of course that's the biggest fucking point of it but it's to remember that you are trying to replace that touch feeling that you can't have anymore and something that I have a massive massive piece of advice on is sharing big news now this honestly has been such a game changer in my relationships like previous and now um I do not tell them a big piece of information whether it's exciting whether it's just interesting I do not tell them this information on message unless obviously the situation was to call for it I wait until we can FaceTime later that night and that's when I tell them and I like ramp it up and I'm like oh my god I've got something so exciting to tell you later and then they're excited to talk to you you're excited to tell them and it kind of creates this excitement in the relationship this spark that you can't normally have when it comes to like the touching and hanging out with each other so when it comes to big news or something exciting or just something a little bit different to the normal I do not tell them over text and I wait and then I do it over FaceTime because this also creates an interesting new type of conversation. It's one of those things where you're just having these mundane chats and you're just talking about what you've done at work and then suddenly you spring on them. Oh, I just had a meeting with so-and-so producers. Oh, my company's actually getting sponsored this year. Like it's things like that that I wait to tell my partner and then we just have the most incredible conversations about it and then he gets interested and then he's passionate about it he puts his input in you can't really do that over text and when they're at work you'll probably get irritated at them thinking well why aren't you so excited about it oh this is a really big deal to me why aren't you um, as happy as I am but it's over text like you can't get those thoughts and those feelings across over text as well as you can when you're looking at them face-to-face on FaceTime and seeing their reaction. So if you are one of those people that cannot wait to tell your partner, then give it a go, have a try at what I've just said and I promise that this will change the dynamic of your relationship if you continue to implement this type of step because honestly it, it made such an impact and now I just I'm so excited to be able to talk to him because I know that it's going to spark such a sick conversation that we wouldn't have normally had. You know what, just a side note as well, this doesn't just go for long distance relationships, this actually goes for, you know, couples that can't see each other all the time or they don't live with each other or they're so busy during the week with work and other commitments that they're only able to see their partner twice a week. This goes for you guys as well. It goes for anyone that is going to help make your relationship better and healthier. So yeah, but please take on my advice <laughs> you're welcome to my free advice on my podcast sponsored by Taylor's advice no honestly though if this does help you then fucking implement it and see what happens because it's been such a fucking game changer for me anyway the next question that I have and the reason why I said earlier about my story about his flight being cancelled is because one of the questions is so fucking relevant to that situation and the question was How do I stop getting annoyed at my partner if there is a delay or a cancellation or a reschedule of plans that we've had together? And why do I get annoyed at him when it's not his fault? I fucking loved this question. I absolutely loved it. It came in like four parts on the questions thing on Instagram. I saw like the fourth part first and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. And then I like saw the rest of it and I was like, ah, I literally had the best fucking answer for this. So... The answer to this one is to remember if it is not their fault, do not 
get angry at them I know that sounds so stupid because the question literally is how do I not get angry at them and I'm saying don't just don't get angry at them but here's why I say that they are probably feeling, if not, they are 100% feeling the exact same way that you are. They're feeling frustrated. They're feeling sad. They're feeling lost because they have these plans with you just like you have them with them. And you, like, it's one of those things. You just, you need to put yourself in their situation. They probably feel maybe a bit embarrassed or more annoyed than you because they had the plan to get that train or that plane or their car and it broke down. And and now they've got to deal with that hassle. They've got to deal with that while you wait for them. So you need to remember that they are going to be going through through the same thing, if not worse, in the same situation so please take that with both hands and understand what I am saying when I say do not get angry at them because it's not their fault I mean obviously if it's their fucking fault then you can be annoyed absolutely be annoyed at them like why didn't you put me first why didn't you prioritize this why haven't you organized that to start with you can kind of hold them accountable not necessarily be annoyed but you can hold them accountable for the things that they should have done and could have done which was completely in their control that's when I think yeah fuck it call them out on their shit But when it's not in their control and it's not their fault, you really cannot be angry at them. Have those feelings, internally have those feelings, but do not push them, do not push those feelings onto that person because that is unfair. And if you were in that situation, you would expect them not to be a cunt to you as well. So do not be a little cunty cunt to them. And also remember, you're going to see them. It's like, yes, it's inconvenient and yes, it's sad and and it's one of those things where it's just frustrating, but you're going to see them again, unless they die, which I hope they don't die, but they could die. But don't, <laughs> don't think about like, oh, we were going to do this and we were going to do that. Yeah, you were. That's past. That was, you're not doing that anymore. You can't control the fact that you're not doing that anymore. So let's move forward with what you're going to be doing instead. And just remember that you cannot change what's currently happening. So live within that moment. And that's all about self-awareness. And if you don't know anything about self-awareness or you're not a self-aware person, then therapy will help with that. Or listening to self-help podcasts, reading self-help books all of these things can help you become accountable for your own feelings and your own actions without having to put them onto someone else so now the one that you've all been waiting for and the question is and a lot of you asked this and I love that you asked me it is how do I spice up my intimate relationship which is long distance well I do actually have a couple of answers here for you and these are things that I implement, these are things that I've read about, these are things that I've heard about but generally speaking I have tried all of these things and I can 10 out of 10 say they are fucking brilliant and very good for your long distance relationship and again just a relationship where you don't see your partner often as, as you would like to. So the first thing that I would say is sexed. I know I understand you're going to say, I'm not confident enough to do that. I don't know how to do that. How the fuck am I supposed to sext? We don't do this. He's going to think I'm weird. Honestly, no, he is not. Men are very simply wired. And as soon as you send them sexy messages, they are going to respond in such a way that is, hmm, I like this. I don't know who my girlfriend is right now, but I fucking like it. And guys, any guys listening... If you want to sext with your girlfriend and you're in a long distance relationship, 
I'm pretty sure nine times out of ten she's gonna like the fact that you want to have this kind of intimacy with her if you're not constantly doing it and you're not constantly trying and you've also kind of got to be a little bit good at it there is kind of a skill to sexting there's not kind of a skill there is a skill to sexting but I'm here to help you with this so before you start the sexting you need to get a an idea of where they are or what they're doing and what their surroundings are because (laughs) you do not want to start sexting them if they are at their granddad's funeral because it's probably not going to work although I did actually do that I just had a flashback when I said that that's just triggered such a fucking memory for me my ex was literally at his granddad's fucking funeral and I sent him some nudes to make him (laughs) to make him feel better to be fair it worked but that's a risky move so make sure that you check their feelings how what they're doing where they are who they're with um and then go ahead and start the sexting process but make sure you do this step first like once you get an idea for their surroundings then you want to start kind of getting into it slowly you don't want to go straight in with the hey i'm gonna fuck you so hard in your ass or oh my god i can't wait for you to put your finger inside of me or something like oh my god i'm gonna sit on a massive dildo where you cock hold in the corner you don't want to go straight in with that you want to make sure that you're kind of edging that feeling it's just like sex you don't just go straight in with the penetration you don't have this dry ass vagina and this limp dick and try and shove it in you you gradually get into it you gradually do the foreplay you get each other into the mood and it's exactly the same with sexting so you want to kind of start edging them with oh I'd love for you to see what's underneath my clothes right now and whether you want to send them a nude and do that pictures are so important like pictures are such a good part of this because the visualization of it is easier when you can actually see it instead of just reading it because some people don't have that type of mind but anyway so the pictures are important they're not they're not an essential but it would be good if you could and you need to start kind of making comments like I say about I'd love you to see what's underneath I wish you were here right now um and then start slowly with that So once you start edging them into it with whatever technique that you do, the way that I like to be sexed is with someone who takes notes. And I'll explain what I mean by this. So when you're actually having that intimate sexual relationship with someone and they are present and they are actually with you and then they go away and then they think about it. And then when they're sexting you, they tell you about the things they like that you do. So I'll give you an example. I I love it when your breath changes, when I start kissing your neck or when you tighten and tense when you think I'm about to touch you in a more intimate area it's it's little comments like that and if you can start implementing that into your sexting that will really start to rile them up and it will also start making them feel kind of special that you remember these little things about them and the things that they do and it will also make them feel more comfortable when you do end up seeing each other again and you do end up in a sexual situation because they're going to know that you like those things or at least you pick up on those things and if you tell them that you like it that they're going to want to do it again they're going to they're going to want to do it more so the communication within that sexting part is what i fucking love because it just makes the real sex when you see each other again so much fucking better so yeah sexting is a massive part of the relationship when it comes to long distance it's not a massive part actually that's the wrong word but it is a big part and it will help keep that spark it will help keep that strong healthy fun relationship while they are not present 
if you're not a very good sexter, then I have another really good tip. And it's like my worst kept secret, but also my best because I never post about it. But anytime I ever get asked this question, this is the first fucking thing that I say other than the sexting. And basically it's this toy that I have and you can control it on an app or a controller. Obviously I've got the controller with me and he has the app on his phone. You can control this toy from anywhere in the world and it will it will vibrate on your clit. You put it inside you. It's like a claw shape. You put it inside you and it claws your vagina. Not that sounds like it hurts. It doesn't fucking hurt. And it's it's claw is probably the wrong word because now it sounds like it's like clamping on you, but it is a U shape. You put it in and then some part of it is in on the inside of your clit and then the other part is on the outside of your clit, which is where most women get their orgasm and their G spot. So he uses that and if you're not very good at sexting and you need to kind of be in the moment and you do like dirty talking but you kind of need to be um horny at that time if you both set aside some time in 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 an evening and you decide that you both want to have pleasure he can be jacking himself off or using a cock ring or something up his ass whatever he does to get off he can be doing that at the same time that he is controlling your toy and you can be telling him either over text or facetime facetime is fucking hot facetime is really fucking hot maybe have some wine maybe have a little bit of alcohol that's going to make you feel more comfortable but trust me it does work and then start telling him how good it feels and oh I wish this was you right now I can't wait for you to replace this I can't wait for us to use this together start start saying stuff like that this toy is fucking incredible if you would like the link to it then just message the never would I ever podcast page and I will send it over to you but it is it's such a good toy and it is such a good hack for long distance relationships So it's time for a really quick ad, but this ad is so relevant to this question and this episode, I thought this is probably the best place to be able to put it in. So this is a company called Pleasy Play, and they do subscription boxes, wait for it, for pleasure. It's a pleasure subscription box, and they have loads of different personalized boxes that get sent out based on a questionnaire that you do for the company. So you fill in this questionnaire, um, you fill in the type of relationship that you have, the levels that you go to, in the sense of, are you really spicy, are you kind of vanilla, uh, what type of um, levels you're comfortable with being in, and they'll personalize your sex box to your relationship. And this company helps couples to um, experience each other in a different way, to gain more confidence, to be able to explore different ways of being intimate. And it's fucking incredible. So they sent me this box. And in my box, there was a finger vibrator. There was an egg massager. There was a feather kind of tiggler type of thing. Um, and then there was also melting wax. Now, when I tell you... I could not believe the price of these boxes when I had mine delivered and what was in it. I was fucking shocked. So it's $29.90 per month for the box. And you get your you get an app that comes with it. And you also get challenges and you get like new experiences to do together. And you don't even have to do it while you're um together. You can do it while you're away from each other as well. So the challenges are for long distance and for couples that are in the same area. Like, 
like under 30 pounds for these sex toys honestly you go into a sex shop or you go into an underwear store that sells sex toys and it's like 30 quid for one vibrator and then you're getting a whole box of different personalized things to suit your relationship it's such a good idea it's so fucking cool and i'm so glad that we found this company of course i'm not going to advertise this without having your back so i have a discount code for you if you would like 10 percent off your first and your second month then it's sx10 for 10 percent off sx10 for 10 percent off your first and your second month with please you play if you're interested it's a council at any time you are not tied into any contracts so if you like your first box but you don't feel like you want to get a second one then that's completely up to you I know that you're going to want to get your second one though because once you get your first you're going to need you're going to be obsessed with it every other month you get a box sent to you so go to pleasyplay.com and use code sx10 for 10% off your first and your second month okay so the next question that I have is how do I make the goodbyes easier I fucking love this question and I have a very very simple answer always have other plans do not leave it where you're wondering when he leaves you're thinking oh when the fuck am i going to see this person again if you can't get a specific date depending on what your circumstances are their job then have a roundabout date or time or month that you are going to see them again and make sure that both of you make the priority to make it happen it's so important to make sure that you have something else to look forward to in the future and knowing that you're going to see each other again gets you through the hard times and having to say goodbye it doesn't make the goodbye really any easier because if you fucking love that person it's always going to be hard but it does soften the blow and you need to remember that you're your own person and you have your own fucking life if you're one of those people that cannot be without their boyfriend and you have to do everything together i mean good for you go off sis but it's not a way to live you need to have your own friends you need to have your own plans your own responsibilities and your own fucking life i think the only way to really get through a long distance relationship until you're able to see your partner again is to just be an independent person and no long-term relationship not long-term long-distance relationships are not going to be for everyone because if you're dependent on someone for one fucking go work on that right the second but if you are one of those people and you decide i don't want to work on it i'm not self-aware i'm absolutely fine i just love being with my boyfriend this is probably not going to work out very well for you so yes there are pros and there are cons the cons are there is times where they are going to miss special occasions well in my situation that is the case because he is military there are going to be some people that are in long distance relationships but that's not going to happen because they're able to be flexible on where they go and when they go um but that's not the case in my relationship so this is how i deal with things so that is a fucking con but the pros the biggest pro for me is the hello sex are you fucking kidding me when we see each other for the first time in a long time the sex is just passion and it's just fucking ins- i actually i don't even have the words for it i'm trying to explain it and i just fucking can't like it's so sexy and raw and the emotions are just so there but we're just so in love with each with each other that it's just so fucking nice when he's back so if you're one of those people that absolutely loves the sex 
just remember how good your sex is when they come back to you and that will get you through any hard time i was getting me through this hard time right now again i plan to have sex with him tonight in the fucking car now i've got to wait another week and my pussy is like Mm-mm, no i don't want to wait bitch you have to stop being fucking thirsty um and i just know that when i see him in a, another week's time it's going to be even better than it was going to be tonight. So I know this is a longer solo episode than what you guys are used to, but I hope that you found it interesting or helpful or it was just able to pass your time while you're in the car. You're welcome. I have another episode coming out next week and that's all about an event that I went to this week where there was Love Island influences there. Um, There were rich snobby men there and I kind of just talk about my experience and what it's not cracked up to be or what it is cracked up to be you're gonna have to listen to it to get all of the gossip on that one thank you so much for listening i absolutely fucking love doing this if i'm able to do another podcast before the christmas holidays i will and you know what i'm gonna make it my mission i said that last time but fuck off i'm still gonna make it my mission and hopefully i will be able to do another one before the christmas period if you'd like to follow me on social media to keep up with the live updates of my life and what I'm up to, because obviously you do. Why wouldn't you? I'm so interesting. It's underscore life of Taylor. If you want to follow the podcast Instagram, it's the NWIE podcast. And then also my company, which is SX Creators. If you'd like to give them a follow as well, I'd really fucking appreciate it. All of the support is so helpful and it means so much to me. I really want to make it a big company where there is a place for creators to be able to go to get the help and the support that they need. So give that a follow, maybe even a share, and I will talk to you guys next week.